0: You are listening to EP Culture Beat, the underground source of El Paso, Texas.
1: What up baby? This is Susio A.K. Cerberus, aka Top Boy Supreme, aka Lesbian Wolverine, aka Kovija-chan, aka ex boyfriend of everybody's mom welcoming you back to another episode of EP Culture Beat. This week, we have a personal homie, and I'm just going to be honest with you, before I even say anything, I have a lot of love and respect for this man who's one of the most realist bartenders, and this is coming from somebody who's been in the game for 15 years. You're talking about uh, a stylist to the stars and soon to be, what, triple or quadruple business owner? I don't Pretty know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to yeah. be homeboy right here. Og Oscar Garcia, aka from Og Trom by the Reckless, aka Og Colorworks. We're at one two eight two Montana. Dude, I
0: appreciate you hitting me up. Uh, I uh, wasn't really expecting anything, and when you asked me, I was like, Hell yeah, dude! This is a oh, you know, you know, like, dude. Especially being in the industry, like we, do, we worked some pretty. Like, can I cuss? Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> some pretty fucking crazy events, dude, and. Uh, I have a lot of respect for you, dude. And we also have some of the same interests, too. So, I mean, I, you asking me, dude, it's it, it means a lot versus someone that I don't know. And you know what I mean? That I, I don't know. I, I'm just really stoked. Well, Papa,
1: thank you. You know what? <laughs> I appreciate it. from Coming from you, that means a lot to me. So it's been a real 10-year journey for you. I know when you started bartending, you're one of the quickest, fastest, most elite bartenders I knew who knew his actual... Uh, mixes and cocktails, which, you know, you don't have that in El Paso. But then you became a stylist, and now you're doing the vintage thing. So really start me on this journey. Tell me how you went from bartender to stylist to where we're at right now. And I know you got another business somewhere, but we can't talk about that on on, on the (laughs) camera.
0: (laughs) No, no worries. No, you know what? Honestly, like I was saying uh, earlier before we got started, the, the main reason why I did this is because of the COVID. Dude, okay, okay. fucking going from, you know, being, you know, consistent, busy to no income. You know what I mean? To being one of the two, uh, one of those people that got that wasn't even qualified for unemployment. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know how that is. Dude, it, it, it sucks. So uh, I already had plans on doing something, but this pretty much fucking pushed me in that direction. You know what I mean? So, you know, I had to think about, like, what, what can I do that, you know, God forbid they shut us down again. What, what, what do i have how, how the fuck am i gonna make money you know so I mean? so
1: really this is twisting uh a person like a personal hobby you had into a, exactly a, yeah. a real marketable situation. yeah
0: exactly yeah, i've always been into shoes i've always been into vintage i just never really thought i put it into like an actual business i've always wanted it i've always had that on the back of my mind since since high school but this was like dude you i, I got to fucking, I got to hustle, I got to do
1: something. You've always been a hustle. and this is the thing with you is that I always remember you talking about working photo shoots and then coming to Tricky. We're going to talk about Tricky right now, baby, (laughs) but not not at this moment, but in a little (laughs) bit, just for everybody out there. So, Let me ask this about the vintage store, about everything. What is your personal grail when it comes to vintage stuff? Tell me right
0: now. Honestly, it's obviously shoes. Shoes, Yeah, shoes are assets. Uh, If you... you follow the market, if you follow it consistently, uh, you'll know what's moving. You know, there's it's uh, I mean, there's a fucking stock market for it right now. You know what I mean? So if you follow the right stuff, uh, you can have it at home. You could hold on to it and you can flip it at any time. Of course, prices go up and down, but you always have an asset. It's like having like your little honeypot. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. So if you ever need a flip, you can flip. And there's always people buying. I don't care what anybody says, but there's always somebody out there that's going to buy what you have.
1: You know, I have a lot of monitos. You know, that's why that's yeah. why me and Miguel met here. So I know what, what you mean. But what I meant was, what is your personal grail? What do you wish would come into the shop right now and be
0: like, uh, here's these
1: uh, Michael Jordan Olympic No, no, 92. you know what?
0: I, I, uh, I, <laughs> I, 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 it's funny, everything that I have at home, as crazy as it sounds, uh, I'd rather sell it, dude. <laughs> I'd rather sell it. Like, I'll, I'll, I'm very modest, dude. I uh, like the shoes that I'm wearing right now. Like, yeah, they're mids, but I, And they're I, beautiful,
1: I, I'll tell you what. Uh, I thanks, mean, I wish I, could, I wish I could rock those.
0: Oh, dude, I'll find you some.
1: No, man. <laughs> <cochinazze>. I shoes <laughs> cochinadas,
0: <laughs> No, but you know, I'd rather fucking sell it. I'd rather make that money. I'd rather have that cash. And I. I I expect the hustle. That's all exactly, it is, baby. Yeah, you know what I mean. I rather I rather sell it than flash it.
1: Oh shit! You that know what I mean. <laughs> but okay, then let's let's get on the real market business. Like, let's say somebody is trying to actually get into the business, and without giving away details, what what would you give as an advice to a homeboy that's like, hey man, I got all this vintage stuff. I'm trying to sell. What would you tell these people? Because you've been in the business. You've you've done it. From the outside in, and now that you're inside, what what would you recommend for people to do?
0: Uh, honestly, save as much money as you can. Uh, shoes are expensive. You know yeah. what I mean? They're fucking expensive. Uh, uh, you know, just just save whatever money that you have. Uh, start slow. It's it's a marathon. It's not a fucking sprint. Okay. Everybody okay. gets in here and thinks they're gonna get a, a pair of Travis Scotts for. 600 bucks and then flip them for 1200 like it doesn't work that way Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah i I make so far i've i've done better on shoes that are 60 80 90 dollars versus trying to flip a pair of like uh nikes uh like for for 400 bucks do you know what i mean so it's save your money start slow be patient uh it's it's a marathon don't don't try to rush through everything and try to you know you got to be realistic do you know what i mean uh you just got to pace yourself and start with whatever finances that you have
1: what what do you want to carry in the shop because right now i know you're at the beginning of the shop but uh, i know that where you're at at 12 8 21 montana yeah. it's about to expand you're gonna expand along with them. Yeah. what what do you what are you wanting to carry is it mainly shoes uh
0: no 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 uh i'm a vintage guy so okay. uh, a lot of vintage uh my whole background it's always been punk music, metal, hip hop, so along those lines oh i got what? I got a section right here written for <laughs> that oh I do yeah, hell yeah, I know yeah. so it, it's along those lines uh but uh, uh, my story is going to expand um I was very blessed to been offered the space where i'm at right now it's inside my uh, my friend's gym uh, fitness for life it's right now thirty five thousand square feet. Uh, They're expanding another 4,000 square feet. Uh, And just like I showed you earlier, people can't see that, but my store is moving next door. It's going to be a lot bigger. Uh, There's plans for a future gym. Uh, That one's going to be pretty big. I can't say too much about it. But my store is going to be incorporated within the gym. so. Uh, that one probably Well for sure Definitely be the biggest one That I have That'll, that'll be the main The main one That'll be the main one Yeah that'll, that'll, that'll be the The actual main one But I'm still Gonna have this one I, I, I like the fact that It's small dude It's yeah. more personal You come in here you don't wander around. It's just like you see what you like and you take it.
1: Okay, all yeah, right. You know what right. I
0: mean. So so far it's been working. Did pretty good yesterday. I saw. I saw uh, that. Dude, you I, I, I saw some fucking a couple of Jordans, dude. Shorts uh, and some other sales that they haven't even picked up yet. They uh, you know did the whole cash shop thing, but uh, so far so good, man. Uh, and I haven't really done a whole lot of promoting you know what i mean
1: yeah you but, have not it's been mainly word of mouth i know you didn't want to touch on this but i have to touch on it because this is a fan submitted question cool what is the best and what is the worst hype beast brand for you right now you don't gotta say anything you don't gotta go and just say names what do you what do you hate and what do you love
0: uh i'll be honest with you dude i can't stand yeezys <laughs>
1: yeah. they're ugly
0: as fuck like they're fucking ugly <laughs>
1: I'm and as so you can fast. see right
0: now i have none like I won't sell them, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'll have the Adidas Boost, but that's about it. But Yeezys are but ugly, dude. I just think it's all hype, and it really—that's really what it is. I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? If they didn't have that name, would you really sport them? You know what I mean? But that's just my opinion. I'm uh, not.
1: Hey, I can respect. But what do you like, <laughs> though? What What do you really love?
0: Uh, dude, me mids. I Jordan ones. Those are. Uh, I I when I was a kid, I couldn't afford them. Oh. You know what I mean? So that's like my shit. Uh. uh a, a long story uh, i'll tell you later but the reason that i also absolutely love adidas is because when i was eight years old i got to meet run dmc what and yeah dude i don't know if i ever told you that story, no you did not yeah i got we to were meet. always
1: working and it was like crazy <laughs> shit happening. You
0: know? but i got to meet him when i was a kid and the, the most uh vivid picture i have in my head is uh they had adidas with no laces what? Yeah, and they just had, like... They just sported their Adidas like that, and...
1: Just were full of socks.
0: Yeah, that's it, <laughs> and, and ever since then, I'm like, fuck, those are so cool, but not till I got older, I was able to afford them.
1: So, I know you did a Playboy shoot. You Now, I'm, and I'm heading into your hair color business, because yeah. I know you're constantly doing shoots. I mean, you did the hairstylist for the people at, at Alamo when they did the legend, when yeah. uh, Tasha did that legend costume for yeah, the yeah, princess yeah. and yeah. lead. I mean... Your your fucking styling is amazing, and I always oh, see your so. color works. Oh, I always see you. the way you actually do those things. So, what is the best thing you could tell somebody who's gonna get their hair color about the treatment itself? Because a lot of people go in with unrealistic, uh, you know, expectations of yeah,
0: hair. Not very true. Like, uh, what
1: what what do you tell people?
0: It's become like sort of the norm where people like, hey, how much for this? When I never even fucking met them in person yeah, so yeah. the the best advice is dude consultation okay. consultation even uh i don't know um, i don't know if you knew this too that i'm also an educator uh i uh, i'm an educator for a company called affinage so you know when i teach classes through them i i with the students that i get i always tell everybody the most important thing before your clients before you work on your client is your consultation mm-hmm. that's where you you're mm-hmm. you're gonna see what you're gonna be able to do do you know what I mean? Yes. So that that's the best advice is consultation. Come in, uh, let me see what you got. Let me see what you've done in the past year. The the integrity of your hair, where it's at. How do you take care of it? Your day to day routines. So all those are little factors on what the overall like
1: result that you want to get to. You know all, what I mean? Oh, my hair's fucked up right now, baby. <laughs> I haven't been. Dude, I've never shit. seen your hair that long, dude. Ever? I'm, I'm actually going it out again just because <laughs> nobody sees me. It's COVID. We, other right oh no this huh? is like you're like the fifth well person. i went fucking ball dude i don't know
0: if you saw that <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I went
1: homey dude the second part to the hairstylist thing is how long does it take because i mean you have these epic jobs that are like multiple tones multiple colors like links like you have you're styling these yeah. crazy hairstyles for people who are actually in magazines and books and things. So, I mean, how long does that usually take? Well, with,
0: with, for instance, like the the Playboy shoot that we did, which is funny because everybody thought we did it in L.A. We actually did it in El Paso, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is... I don't know why people keep thinking that way. Do you know what I mean? But uh, we we did it here. That shoot, the girl that I worked on, her, her name is uh, Cindy Suzuki. She's a playmate out of L.A. Uh, she had... Like a body, like not painting, it's like body tape mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, along with some other stuff. That application alone took about two hours.
1: Uh, you did that? No, no. Okay. That
0: was done by a guy named Jorge out of Las, uh, Las Cruces, uh, Albuquerque. The, like
1: the mirror, the mirror. Yeah, the stuff, mirror yeah.
0: one, yeah. And with her hair, I also worked on her with a girl named Melissa Medrano. Mm-hmm. Uh, we worked on her for a good about two hours. Okay. So yeah. it, it takes a while just to get that look. And then throughout the shoot, which can take four, five, six hours, we're constantly like, you know, fucking with her hair, making sure it's not falling apart. Uh, The guy that did the tape is constantly watching. So and in between all that, we had like eight other photographers working on other models. You know what I mean? And you're
1: jumping between all these people. So you're
0: moving everywhere. You know what I mean? Of course, it all depends on what you're contracted for. But as far as when I worked on Cindy, my attention was just on her you know okay. what i mean but that can take several hours but sh- shoot all shoots are different versus the applications when i do with color i kid you not it could be anywhere between three and a half hours to seven eight hours <laughs> yeah like some of those wild colors that i do yeah. those are five hours those are six hours yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and even when you see like a, a blue black uh, every, you know the the most common things like you've had color in your hair the, that's you know, the blue, the knife chow yeah exactly yeah those take a lot of work man you know what i mean just to make it look so simple
1: to make it look actually presentable exactly yeah yeah so you didn't just put kool-aid in your head like in fucking middle <laughs> you know what i still i
0: still get clients coming in that that do that I and mean, it's <laughs> it's uh, it, it's it's fucking crazy that some of the stuff that people still do i've seen people put like lime juice in their hair just to strip it out what because it's fuck? acidic yeah i mean it, it works but like Damn, that's just.
1: I mean, smashing your head in the wall is a good way to go to sleep, but yeah, that's not the way you
0: For it. real, like, you got a smartphone on you, just Google it. Don't just go off of any YouTuber that's not a licensed professional telling you to fuck with your hair a certain way. Yeah, It yeah, doesn't yeah. work that way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the YouTube bartenders. None of those fools ever worked like a fast bar. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're all telling you, like, you know, make this cocktail, it takes you 10 minutes. It's like, yo, dude, it doesn't work everywhere that way. Yeah. Huh? You know what I mean? But.
1: And you know what, I see a lot of YouTube bartender things and I'm like, man, I do not want to drink that shit. Who the fuck a wants to drink
0: that old shit? look stu- dude, and uh. <laughs>
1: So I mean, you know, we're perfectly heading into the next section. I know you from the punk days. I know you from the old school days. I mean, I've seen you around for a long time. We've, we've been in the business for, for a, a while. while. So I'm going to ask you this straight up right now. What was your craziest experience at Tricky? Because that's where I met you. I met you at Tricky. We were fucking doing things. Like, what was the craziest shit you saw? Trick
0: Two things. One, uh, well, the building was built, what, in 1914? (laughs) Something like that. So I I keep telling, you know, people, I always tell them stories like there's not a week in that past that we didn't see some of that. You know, the the little shadows, the little whispers, you know, toilets flushing by themselves. Uh, No shit. I saw some
1: shit, man. Were you, did you climb up there with?
0: I only went to the basement. Yeah, place. to where like there's like an actual fucking like cave or some shit. Where the lucha, where the lucha yeah.
1: libre ring was. <laughs>
0: yeah, so I've only been down there, but I, I I saw some stuff, man, that I I can't really say what it was, but. Era algo it was something dude yeah <laughs> dude there was always something happening dude i even saw a couple of times some of the uh security that were closing the uh, balcony upstairs yeah like run out really quick and i'm like hey, you saw something huh and they're like no no i'm like yeah i know you motherfucker you saw something dude i used to be the head of security
1: <laughs> upstairs and it would be one of those situations where it's like
0: dude the balcony was active it was really active remember man. i
1: almost fell through the stairs <laughs> and then that fucking guy that i was dragging out was like all fucking scared and Dude, that, that was fucking crazy. That, that place was crazy, and
0: the second one for me that was crazy is because it's personal. Okay. Uh, Twenty eighteen, my my father passed Halloween morning. I'm sorry, but no, no, thank you, man. Um, and that day we had to work the last event. The last event. It was the last day, so uh, you know when I talked to the manager, he's like, "No, stay home. I got you." I had to work. I couldn't stay home, so uh, I worked the entire event. Uh, It was beyond packed. That was stupid. It was it was hot as fuck. You know what I mean? Even though it was October, uh, that's probably one of the craziest events. We we ran out of everything. Yeah, like like it it was the dude. I my bar never stopped, and even my bar back at the, the last bar back that I had. Turn, turned out uh, To bartend Because it, it was It was crazy But I mean There was a lot of shows Man there was uh, When did you start At Tricky uh, again I started at Tricky Early 20, 2016 Because I remember You came
1: and you went and Yeah you, I you went like yeah, me
0: Yeah I was I was there early 2016 uh, Then I ended up Moving to Las Vegas Okay yeah yeah, uh, yeah After I closed my shop I moved to Las Vegas Came back And I went back to Tricky But uh, there was a lot Of events man You know for For El Paso And being the size Of, uh, of the city that we are We got a lot of fucking dope shows we dude. got a lot of them you know what i mean i hate hearing people say like nothing ever comes here I'm like well get out and go check dude because we have a lot of well not right now but during that time we had a lot of great events oh tr-
1: trust me right now i just buy my own contracts everything got moved to next year so next year is gonna be stupid dude, packed, ne- n- next year from is
0: insider. right now we're just on hold but <laughs> dude next year shit's gonna gonna get crazy oh, it's man. gonna be
1: a celebration my oh, friend. exactly yeah once exactly. everybody gets vaccinated we're going back <laughs>
0: dude it, it's true like I, I was so used to you know doing the hair work and hustling the bars at night doing uh neon desert doing sun city well there's no more sun city but i always had something going on and now it's just like it's just on hold you know what i mean but next year's going to be dope man god willing dude
1: so are you still doing hair Absolutely. For yes, absolutely. Th- this is just private consultation. This you is, don't have walk-ins. Uh,
0: no, no. Everything's based by appointment. Uh, thank God I've been blessed. I'm usually about a week or two weeks in advance. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, but I now with the store, I'm running it. I, I split my schedule. So I, I'm here a few days out of the week uh, over there. I'm, th- I'm there You know, the rest of the week, but I'm still selling online. I'm still yeah, selling yeah. You know, through Facebook, So, which is why... I was gonna get to that too. Is why I did the store. Why why close? You know, it's the only thing that I, at least personally that I know that if we go through another phase of shutdowns and stuff like that, I can sell online. I can still make money online, which is that's the It'll main. It'll be commerce online, exactly. Yeah, versus with hair, I mean, it's a one-on-one. That's a, a personal like uh, service that you're providing. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. with with shoes, dude, clothing, especially vin- vintage right now, man. Uh, all of that you can do online, dude. There's yeah. people from fucking Japan that are, that are into the, you know, the, the Chicano culture. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That uh, I can sell shirts to that. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of stuff that you can do online, and this is kind of like, like uh, a win-win. Regardless, well, you know what I mean? I brought
1: I brought a box of shirts that I want you to look yeah, through I right s- now. <laughs> and you said it earlier. You said my My Diaguard shirt you is actually in, in there. Dude, I hey, lost dude. mine, man. Did you really? Yeah, I lost mine. Well, dude, see, mine's 2X, though. I'd give it to you if it wasn't three <laughs> sizes bigger than you. So no more bartending. Uh,
0: You know what? Uh, Not right now. That's not out right of the system. Uh, no, I, I'm always, dude. I No, Yo, you love, want a bartend? I, yeah, if I could do an event, like a venue, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, Yeah, it, dude, uh, venues are different. <laughs> uh, that, that's a different <laughs> yeah, story, sure. dude. Venues are...
1: Please fuck. tell people, because I constantly sit here and argue with people. They're like... Oh, you're a bouncer? Like, no, I work at venues. I take care of liability. It's two different things. Like, and that from a bartending perspective, it's a way. Different it's very thing.
0: different. I mean, not to knock on local security for bars in El Paso, but when you work a venue, you're on like twenty. Like, it's 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 happening right in front of you. Craziness! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking people moshing, jumping over you, stage diving. Like, I still remember the story you told me about uh, when uh, I think. You, you have worked with uh, Coachella, right? Yeah, I worked with Coachella. Yeah, so, but some, so, was it some like real heavyset girl? That it was
1: done? a 500-pound yeah, person I, yeah. that got thrown on top of me in the middle of a Red Hot Chili pepper set during under the bridge. So all the people tell me, hey, dude, this lady's passing out. Help us, help us. So I'm like, okay, cool. I go over there and I try to help. And the people just straight up pushed her. <laughs> oh, and shit. I buckled my knee. I dislocated my knee, my it shoulder. And you still had to work. I huh? woke up. I woke up, and this is what woke me up, the sound of people going, ooh, over, under the bridge being blasted <laughs> with the giant speakers. And I snapped out of it, right? I, I snapped out of it when people like, ooh. And the lady's on top of me, 500 yeah. pounds. And she, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, get the fuck off of me. <laughs> so she puts her hands in a little triangle yeah. and does a push-up on my chest. And I'm like, no. And that's how she got up, like, Pushing up oh. on my chest, so I remember I stood up, and the moment I stood up, my knee like popped into place, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" So all the poor people like, "Bro, are you okay?" And I went to the back, popped my shoulder into place, and I went to the medical tent. They're like, "Look, either you're gonna go to the hospital or you're gonna take these fucking Vicodins. What do you want?" Took Give the me bike the in. fucking <laughs> bike at it and go back because I wanted to see Rage Against the Machine or whoever it was that day. I think it was fucking the Chili Peppers were closing. Dude, but,
0: but. those are those are events. You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. like. And uh, uh, you know when you're you're a at a local bar, you'll stay busy, you'll stay consistent. But at, at a at a venue, it, it, every fucking show is different. Mm-hmm. Has a different crowd. Has every also too. Every show has a different vibe. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know versus working a Stephen Marley show where there's no tension. Yeah. To, you know working you know uh, Butcher Babies where everybody's <laughs> like, dude, it's chaotic. You know what I mean? So uh it, it's uh, if i if i could work another venue i would dude. i don't uh, know where oh, the okay. fuck i would get the time but uh, I, I i easy it just depends on the show exactly if yeah. it's that
1: show i'm gonna work it, hell no yeah what. hell
0: yeah you know what i mean but uh i'll always be a bartender dude i i i'm very it put me through school twice uh, a lot of things uh one thing people don't really know is before i did hair i was an emt
1: i, I remember yeah, you talking EMT, about yeah. that so
0: um uh, i done a lot of shit dude uh just i guess uh, i feel like i'm running out of time i'm so a ja-
1: jack of all trades what yeah, do you I mean to, you're yeah. running out of time
0: no i just feel like i'm running out of time so i want to like i have that
1: why, uh, why why do you feel that uh
0: I, I guess it's a high sense of urgency to do stuff you know what i mean uh as my son gets older i, I feel it more like i want to do more quicker you know what i mean because uh, you
1: don't have to take
0: care of him no exactly anymore. my son's 16 years old a lot oh of yeah i don't know i'm 43 you know what I mean? So you're 43. Yeah, 43. Dude. I
1: remember you always saying that, but you do not look 40. Yeah, I look older than you, doc. It's all the
0: LSD I did in the
1: 90s. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that what I, that's
0: what I could uh, give credit to. But uh, yeah, dude. Th- I, thank
1: you, Mr. Hoffman, for these <laughs> uh, for these beautiful lines. I'm...
0: <laughs> dude, I'm glad I can talk shit through this podcast because I was a little nervous. I wasn't able to. Why? Like, I, mean, you, when, well, I mean, when, I when I don't we how, how I goals, it? You know what I mean? But uh, it's just me, just being real. But uh if i could do
1: another venue i absolutely would absolutely i just want to close it off by saying i love you brother i respect you and i appreciate you. i respect man. that you're doing this i respect that you're stepping up and you're actually trying to make something because a lot of people just throwing stuff out there and they don't do it with passion yeah and i respect absolutely. you for doing yeah. it you know we're at uh 12821 montana inside of what was the, the gym
0: uh it's uh fitness for life
1: fitness for life gym what, what are you opening now
0: uh, okay, so because of, uh, you know, I still do hair. Uh, right him. now, it's Monday through Wednesday. Okay. Uh, and 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Okay. Uh, but I am also doing online sales. Mm-hmm. You can find me on uh, on Instagram under yes. uh, OG Tron. Oh, yes. Uh, real easy to find. Uh, so fa- tell people what
1: OG means. Tell them what OG means.
0: Okay, so basically OG, and I get this a lot even from clients. Like OG, um, those are my initials. That's your name? Yeah, Oscar Garcia. <laughs> but quick story, the reason that I chose Tron is because uh, I'm – Hip-hop, when I was a kid, break dancing, all that shit was oh, a yeah, really yeah. thing. You know what I mean? So the movie Breaking from 19 was at 84. Oh, 85? Boogaloo. Yeah, no, before that one, the first one. The first one. Yeah, uh, the club they would uh, uh, battle at was called the Radiotron. Damn. Yeah, and I actually wanted that name, but it's already taken. So of course. I just figured OG Tron, man. Fuck it. Why not? You know what I mean? Now, But I, thank you so much for asking me to do this, dude. I have yeah, a lot yeah. of love for you, brother. I love uh, you too, but you're
1: not done. Tell us all the Instagrams.
0: Uh, okay, so uh, in my Instagram for for my hair work, OG Color Works, real easy. Uh, Facebook, OG Color Works. Uh, my store, OG Tron, real easy. But Tron is T R N. That's the easiest way to find me. I mean, I can't think of any other way. Even my my uh, emails, OG Colorworks.
1: Okay, it's, all right, it's all right.
0: Gmail, you know what I mean. So that, that OG, just look up OG, you'll find me.
1: OG Tron, make sure you look them up, baby. Mad love, mad respect,
0: Papa. I appreciate I you. Man. you Thank you so much. Stay man.
1: sweet, don't change. Have a great summer. Keep in touch. EP culture beat out, baby. Thank you guys. Much OG love, Tron 12821 Montana. <laughs> Ladies, yeah.
0: Thanks so much.